Hey guys, it's Pastor Scott, and I want to thank you for sharing these moments together. My prayer is that something said is going to fortify our faith, it's going to strengthen our resolve, and equip each one of us to become all that we were created to be. We had such a great service yesterday, and my, my voice is a little scratchy, but if you can bear, uh, if you can bear with me, uh, I want to press on through because I, I, I believe I can share something with you that's going to encourage you, it's going to enlighten you, um, and help things make sense. Help things make sense. The, the life of the believer, the life of the Christian, first of all, it is so nuanced. There's so many different experiences inside the experience of salvation. When you receive Jesus as your Savior, you are accepted. You should stop right there, wherever you are, and just say, I am accepted. The Apostle Paul said that we have been made. We are, not trying to be, we are accepted in the Beloved. Now, that's not only good news, that's that's life news. That's incredible news that we who knew no righteousness have been made righteous because of Jesus who knew no sin was made to be sin. You are accepted right now. But I've been walking this journey for a while and I, I've discovered that being accepted is no guarantee that you're going to live victoriously. Let me say that again. Being accepted is no guarantee that you're going to live life victoriously. I've known a whole lot of Christians who were saved but sick all the time. They were saved, but their relationships were a wreck. They were saved, but they were emotionally unstable. Saved, but their finances could never, you know, really get worked out. Always seemed to be more month than money, if you know what I mean. Saved people that not only are mad, but stay mad. And I began to diligently search, not only the written Word of God, but I have, I have gone to God in prayer and I said, Lord, if there's anything that I'm doing that can cooperate, that can accelerate the process of becoming all that you created me to be, yeah, sign me up. Sign me up for that. So I began to see the difference between the person of Jesus and the principles of Jesus. I began to see the difference between having an, having an experience with Him versus walking in His expertise. There's nothing you have to do to get God to love you. Trust me, 
He loved you before you ever thought about loving him. John said in one of his epistles, he said, herein is love. He said, this is love right here. Not that we loved him, but that he first loved us. That he first loved us. Notice the word accepted. E-D is on the end. It means past tense. Notice the word loved. E-D. Past tense. God's already done that. He's already provided that. God loved you when you didn't love him. Religion says you gotta, you gotta live right so he'll love you. Can I, can I just tell you that God's love isn't behavior driven? God loved the world before Jesus died on the cross. You say, how do you know? Because Jesus said so. Jesus said in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. It's the love of God that draws us. Once you can get that solidified, when that gets anchored in the persuasions of your heart, you'll stop thinking that your mess-ups and your mistakes can separate you from His love. Paul said, I'm persuaded that there's nothing high enough, deep enough, wide enough, strong enough. Paul said, nothing can separate me from the love of God. Once that's settled, then you can become what God has created you to be. Once you get that who settled, then you're going to start going after that why. Why am I who I am? Jesus didn't just know who he was. He knew why he was. And everyone listening to me, I promise you were born on purpose, with purpose, for a purpose. There's a why attached to you. And it'll cause you to pursue with a greater fervency than ever before. Guys, I'm not after his love. He loves me. I'm not after his love. I'm after his endorsement. I'm after his endorsement. When you are born again, you now are a citizen of another kingdom. And God's culture, God's kingdom is all about why. That's why it's important to differentiate the difference between being accepted and walking victoriously. My salvation began with an event. I believed in my heart 
that God raised him from the dead, God raised Jesus from the dead, and I confessed with my mouth, Jesus is my Lord, he is my Savior. When I did that, I was saved. That was an event. You say, whew, now that that's over, we can relax and just wait to go to heaven. No, salvation's not the finish line. <laughs> salvation's not the letter Z. Salvation is the starting line. Salvation is letter A. On your mark, get set, grow. Yeah. So my salvation is not just an event that happened. It's a lifestyle that I choose. I don't repent so God will love me. I don't repent so God will be good to me. The Bible says it's the goodness of God that causes me to want to repent. Those moments at an altar, oh, cherish those. Cherish those moments. But when you get up from the altar, now you're free to embrace a journey, a journey of every day being altered. <laughs> what happened for me and what happened to me is now going to begin to work in me. And when it works in me, then it can flow through me. Not just in church on Sunday mornings for an hour or an hour and a half. No, every day. Every day. Jesus said you're the light, not of the church. You're the light of the world. You're not just to be salt in the church. You're to be the salt of the earth. Oh, this is good news. This will explain why you can be saved but still feel frustrated. The frustration isn't a result of not being saved. A frustration that comes is an indicator that you no longer want to live the way you used to live. That you're free to make better choices. That you are now accepted God, help us to become acceptable. Oh, this is too good. It's too good. But listen, I'm going to stop right there. I promise I'll have another one of these shortly. I don't want to throw so much out there uh, that, you know, that you get saturated or you get too full. Listen, get out your Bible, all right? Get out your Bible. Start searching these things. Everything in there belongs to you, belongs to me. It belongs to the believer. Jesus died and left us an inheritance. Don't spend your days thinking you've got to be good enough to earn it. No, you don't have to earn an inheritance. An inheritance is given. Now let's find out what we've been given so that we can access it. 
so that it can become real in every part of our life. Ah, oh, listen, let me pray for you. Father, thank you for this time. Thank you for the ones that are listening. Ah, we ask and we decree that these words would work in our hearts, work in our minds, manifest, manifested in the walk that we walk, the choices and decisions that we make. And let everything done be done for your glory. We decree it, we ask it, declare it in Jesus' name. Wherever you are right now, say amen. Amen. Uh, God bless you. God bless you. Listen, if you want to partner with us, you can go to our website, uh, nc3wilkesboro.com, nc3wilkesboro.com. You can go to our Facebook page, New Covenant Christian Church. You can go to, you can find us on YouTube, whatever way. But if you want to, uh, watch and listen to some more of these messages and share these messages. Oh, it would bless us. And if God lays it on your heart to sow a seed into this ministry, I can promise you it is good ground and you will reap a good, healthy harvest. All right? God bless you. I love you so much. Don't ever forget, we can do all things with Christ as our strength.